You're listening to Brave and Boss, the podcast, episode 20. I can't believe we're there yet already this year. That's awesome. So this episode is all about mindset and how to manage a business when your life basically falls apart. So I've got some tips and tools that you can use in case you're going through a difficult season in your life. So let's dig in. Welcome to Brave and Boss, a podcast for the purpose-driven founder who wants to grow their e-commerce business. I'm your host, Christy Sumer. I'm the CEO and founder of the Ethical Fashion Line Encircled, a conscious business coach and passionate about helping you break through your limits and build a brand that matters. Let's do this. All right. Welcome back to episode 20 of Raven Boss, the podcast. I'm your host, Christy Zoomer. And this week's episode is all about how to manage a business when life falls apart. So we're going to be talking all about mindset, a little bit about time management, and a little bit about delegation and team management in this episode. And I actually originally had a different episode recorded, but I swore in it in several places. And I realized that it was going to be very hard to edit because I did not pause. So, and our podcast is rated G, so, or PG 13, I don't know. Um, but it's not explicit on iTunes. So I didn't want to mess anything up there. So I actually recorded it again and I'm doing it with this one, but it's actually more meaningful now because I think there's something a little bit more behind this, which I'll talk about, um, for me personally and let you into my life a little bit and talk a little bit more about, you know, what you can do. Um, when you are in a difficult season of your personal life, because we know as entrepreneurs, personal and business, they're not separate. They are very much intertwined and I'd love them to be separate, but our personal passions fuel our business oftentimes. So they're very intermixed and we don't work standard hours. So, um, and we're obsessed with our businesses, a lot of us. So <laughs> there's a lot at stake there for us. So when you are actually a solo founder or co-founder of a business, you're very invested in it. And oftentimes you're financially invested. So that makes it a little bit different than, you know, managing a job, for example, at a corporate um, place when, when things happen in your life. So let's dig in and get started. The first thing I really want to talk about is what does when life falls apart mean? So this could mean different things for different people. Um, what I'm generally talking about is when things really go off the rails. Like let's say you get sick for two to three weeks with something and you can't work. Or you have a family member who gets sick and you need to care for them. Or perhaps you have a relationship that falls apart um, and you need to refocus yourself and your mental health on other things. There are so many situations that could happen in your personal life that could really negatively impact your business. And I especially am giving a shout out to the solo founders and people who are have no employees because nothing is harder than managing a business when you have no help. Um, so if you have no help and you have nobody to go to, go back a couple of episodes. I record one episode 19 is when and how to expand your team. Um, and early on in the season, I have an episode that is called, uh, the five tasks you need to outsource first. So I definitely encourage you firstly, if you are a solo founder right now and you have nobody on your team, definitely create your backup plan because life is unpredictable. You never know what's going to happen, um, with your health, your family's health, um, your wellness, whatever your 
just in general with your home, your, your kids, your pets, whatever. So it's good to have a backup plan. So the first thing I'd say is like, if things are going super well right now for you in all areas of your life, develop a backup plan. And I don't want to be doomsday about that, but I think it's important to have um, something to fall back on for your business in case you have to get out of your business for a little bit. And that backup plan, like I mentioned, could be hiring a person part-time because if you have help, um, inevitably, if something happens where you need to be pulled out of the business, potentially that person can pick up some of the slack. Um, and I'll give you an example from my life. So um, about a week ago, um, my mom had a stroke and she had to be rushed to the um, ER and I basically had to go with her. She's not married. She, well, she's divorced. Um, and she's not remarried and, you know, she doesn't have a lot of family. So I, I am her family. So I had to drop everything on Sunday go down there for about seven hours and then come back the next day and stay with her at the hospital. And I've been in and out of the hospital for pretty much the whole week. And then she's now in a rehab facility, which is great. Um, but I'm going to have to be spending a lot of time there too. And I am a solo founder, but I also have a team. So if you guys listen to this podcast regularly, you'll know that I have a team currently of 16 people, which sounds like a lot, but some of them are part-time, keep that in mind. And some of them are interns. We have about four interns right now who are full-time. But really, you know, my backup plan, if I'm pulled out of the business, is my team. So I'm very lucky that I can say like, hey, you know, to my assistant, I need you to run this meeting. I need you to do this. I need you to rearrange my schedule. Um, or to my marketing manager, I need you to lead this and take this. But I still need to be involved because the reality is, is that it's very hard to offload everything. And if you don't have a team who's super senior, um, it's really hard to pull yourself out of the business. So when you do have a situation like that, something emergent that you have to deal with and you can't work, try to see who can take over for you. If you're lucky and you have a team, great. Try and push your team. Use this as an opportunity to see how much they can handle from you. Um, and, and don't use it as a test. Obviously, you're not like assessing them on it, but use it more as a test for yourself because I also know how difficult it is to delegate um, as an entrepreneur, we like to have control of everything. And in a situation where you don't have control over another outcome and you have to extract yourself from the business, you need to give control to other people so that they can run the business. And now you're probably thinking like, what if I don't have a team? What do I do? So there's a couple things and I've definitely been there and it's been a while, but I've been there. So when I've had to pull myself out of the business, when I was a solo founder and I didn't have a lot of a backup plan, I leveraged whatever I could do. So this is not an emergency situation, but when I used to take, um, if I had to travel or I had extended vacation or something like that, and it was just me in the business and we didn't have a warehouse, I was shipping everything. I would ask friends and family to help me. And I would write out instructions on how to do, you know, shipping and stuff like that and make sure they knew how to pick an order and all that kind of stuff. And I would basically like get them a gift card or something for their time and for helping me while I was away as an example. And I would put up on my website that, you know, I noticed that like I'm on vacation and shipping will be delayed. So that's something you can do if you are having some sort of crisis or emergency situation, you can't deal with, you know, your business, you can put up a note and just say, Hey, like, um, this is a solo founder run business and there's going to be some delays due to personal issues or, 
vacation or whatever. Um, and generally people are pretty understanding, you know, I think in Etsy they have, you know, you can put on the on vacation mode or something on your store, but you could just put up a banner on your homepage, or if you have a notification bar on your website, you could put it there and just let people know, um, that you're having some delays. Also, you could put it in an autoresponder. If you have a customer service inbox who gets messages, you can put an autoresponder that says like, um, due to unforeseen circumstances, delays uh, like delays in responding are going to be increasing. So it's going to be you know 48 to 72 hours before I can respond to your email. And again, it's all about communication and letting people know. The worst thing you can do is do nothing. Um, so take five minutes as soon as you have it and put some notifications. Let your customers know that you know something's happened. You don't have to tell them all the details, and you can't be there 100 percent. So that's a strategy if you don't have any help. But again, if you do have help or you have somebody part-time, try to ramp them up in hours. Try to see how much they can do for you. Um, and that flows nicely into my next point. So when you do have something critical happen in your life that really massively impacts you personally, you really have to refocus yourself in your business on what matters the most. Because inevitably, you're going to have limited time and potentially limited energy to invest in the business during that season when this is going on. So you need to identify what is the most high impact um, opportunity for you. So like, what is something that you can do that will generate you revenue or repeat customers or uh, increase your conversion rate? you have to really focus on the less is the new more in this situation and identify what are the key channels that drive your business. Is it Instagram? Is it email? If you send out an email newsletter, will that make a big difference? Like really dial down to that. So think about it right now, actually, you know, if you had to cut out every single channel in your business that you speak to customers on, um, from a marketing standpoint, what channel would you keep? We all have one, and I'll tell you that for our business, it would be email, 100%. The second one would probably be Facebook, actually, and then Instagram. Um, but just focus on doing better marketing in one channel, and you can kind of put it into maintenance mode and just do what needs to happen and be very focused with your time and effort. Um, you know, I would encourage you also at a time like that to like stay out of your inbox because it's like managing your schedule and your life and your business out of your inbox is very dangerous. Um, I can say that like it's, it can be really distracting. So I would just shut it off and just think about from a daily standpoint, let's say, you're going through some sort of crisis and you have like maybe an hour a day to focus on your business, whereas you were in it full time before. Use that hour as massively as you can and just put down like three things you need to do that day. What three things in that day can you do to move your business forward and keep it going? So pick one that keeps the business going. So maybe you need to answer customer service emails. Maybe that's like a high priority. Number two, maybe you need to do an Instagram post or something like that. And number three, maybe you need to write an email newsletter or upload products to the website. What are those activities which are going to generate revenue or cut costs or um, generate repeat customers? Try and think about that and frame that for what you need to do when you're going through something. The other thing I want to say about managing a business when your life falls apart is you kind of have to be gentle on yourself and you have to realize that 
as an entrepreneur, there's a lot on your shoulders. You have a lot of responsibility. If you're a solo founder, for sure, it's a hundred percent on your shoulders. Even if you have a team, it's actually worse because you're probably paying people and that payroll has to get done and all those things have to happen. And I just want to say, like, be kind to yourself, realize that it's okay to not be okay. And my personal experience, like last year, when, um, I left a relationship that I'd been in for almost four years, um, and he, you know, I was massively in love and it was just the vision of the relationship changed a lot. And I realized I had to leave. Um, but it was also very sad because obviously it was somebody I really cared about and envisioned myself spending the rest of my life with. So, um, it was devastating and I was so sad for so long and I don't even think my team knew because I just kept it to myself. You know, I would occasionally cry in my office with my door closed, <laughs> to be honest. Um, and on the way to work and in my car on the way home, um, you know, but I tried to keep it to myself, uh, which I think is okay out of your business, but don't keep it to yourself entirely. Try and find a network of people who can understand who you can talk to. And that network of people could be some of your friends. Um, they could be family members. And for myself personally, like I reached out to talk to a therapist because I was just so upset and I didn't know why and I didn't know how to move past that. So realizing that it's okay to not be okay is something that is fine. You can't be on all the time. You can't be going 400% all the time. Um, you will burn out. And if you're going through some sort of personal crisis of any kind, um, the pressure will be intense from your personal life. So being in your business and realizing that, you know, it's just a business. I know that sounds trite, but I worked at um, Colgate Palmolive for a number of years and uh, I managed toothpaste. And I remember one of my bosses saying to me, because people would get so intense there. There's a lot of type A personalities and, you know, really tight timelines and they're very um, financially motivated and stuff like that there. Uh, and I remember one of my bosses saying to me, you know, because somebody had messed up some artwork for a toothpaste tube and I was so stressed out about it. And she said, you know what, Christy, it's just toothpaste nobody's going to die, you know? So remembering that what's important in your life right now is dealing with whatever it is. And for me during that situation with the breakup of my relationship, it was dealing with my mental health and figuring out how to move forward and how to become healthy and stable so that I could focus on my business. And I'm not going to lie, it massively impacted my year. It, uh, I would say it took me a good six months to be like somewhat functional. I was going to work, but I was not myself. I, I for sure was not operating at a hundred percent. And even like, I would say into this year, it took me a few months to really get my feet back on the ground and start like, you know, having a better mindset about things. So it's okay to not be strong all the time as business owners. That's our expectation is that we're, we're strong and we're like unfallible. Like we can't be broken or torn down or, you know, we're so courageous and brave, but the bravest thing you can do is to be yourself and be authentic and to reach out for help. And you'd be surprised that, um, you know, in my point where I talked about asking for help when your business falls apart, you'd be surprised at how many people will come forward and help you. And oftentimes for free, to be honest, um, in a time of crisis. So the more you can get people to, um, the more you can let people in as scary as that can be, because, you know, if you let the wrong people in, it can be, you know, impactful negatively, but the more you can open yourself to that idea of letting people into your, 
into your mind and what's going on in your life, the more people can help you. People can't help you if they don't know what's going on in your life. So that's kind of my third point. Managing a business when your life is quote unquote falling apart is incredibly difficult. So I encourage you to lean on the resources you have, focus on what matters most and be kind to yourself most importantly, and focus on your mental health and well-being and wellness because you are very critical to your business and we need to get you back at 120% and operating really, really well to be a success and scale your business. So that's pretty much a wrap on this episode, how to manage a business when life falls apart. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this one. I know this was a little bit of a departure from what we usually talk about. Um, hop on over to at brave and boss and leave a comment on my latest Instagram post. I'd love to hear how this resonated with you. And if you've experienced a crisis in your life that impacted your business, and how you dealt with it. Thanks for listening. And if you have a few minutes, just scroll down on the app. If you're listening on iTunes and rate, and review it. It really helps us get seen and help more entrepreneurs like you. Thank you so much and have a great day. Thank you for listening to Brave and Boss, the podcast. If you want to take your e-commerce brand to the next level, be sure to check out my website at christysumer.com where you can find all the show notes, free resources, and blog posts and principles to help you grow your online store. You can also follow me at K-R-I-S-T-I-S-O-O-M-E-R on Instagram. Find your purpose, make it happen. I'll talk to you soon.